0: You're listening to a podcast from 7 2 But right now, though, um, we wanted to somehow put together a conversation over the course of a number of weeks on just navigating COVID-19 in order for us to win at work and life and we invited human potential expert and parenting expert Nikki Bush for these conversations every single Wednesday just after 1.30. She's an award winning speaker, best-selling author with a number of books under her belt with collaborations with the likes of Dr. Graham Codrington, Arthur Goldstack and so on um, and she's no strange to this particular station. Uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa has announced that schools will officially be closed on Wednesday, that is today, March 18th. And this is amid, um, the fast growing rate of COVID-19 infections in the country. They're now sitting at 116 confirmed cases. Um, and so schools are also set to resume on the 14th of April. That is, you know, the forecast at the moment. But between now and then, depending on the, um, the pandemic, some things could change. So we'll be looking at different themes with Nikki. And today we're focusing on our children being at home during this COVID-19 pandemic. Good afternoon, Nikki.
1: Good afternoon,
0: Oh uh, Let's try and boost your volume a little bit more so that we can hear you loud and clear. You know, when I thought about our conversation today, I remembered the what if. This is another type of what if that has actually happened, isn't it?
1: That's correct. So yes, uh, as, as many people know, I lost my husband, um, through crime two and a bit years ago. And that was one of those what if, what if happens. Mm. And I kind of feel like I'm reliving it a little bit now, um, from the perspective of none of us knows what tomorrow may bring because this is a moving target right now. Yeah. What we're going through with COVID nineteen is a moving target. What we're allowed to do today may not be what we're allowed to do this time next week, mm. and that's how quickly things can change. And you know, when I when I look at at um, what the government's saying, avoid, use caution, and safe to do, these things are okay today, but next week could be different. So we're kind of in a way living in an era where we have to take every day as as it comes. Yeah. And we're not used to that. We like to have plans. And that makes us feel fairly uncomfortable because we don't feel in control. Mm. And that makes people panic. There is kind of this palpable sense of panic. And the panic really does come from that feeling of being out of control and not 100% knowing that next week might look the same as this week. And I really, really understand this feeling so well. And I'd like to say to people, we've got to be flexible and yet we still need to create some structure to keep a sense of normality. And that structure will come in the form of a routine. And I heard some of your callers talking about Mm. how they plan their days. It's really very important that we wake up in the morning with structure and purpose, even if it is just for today. And that we understand that we're kind of living through an experiment right now, because none of us have been here before. And that means we need to be a little bit flexible and open to, to the surprises that every day is going to bring. And as some of the callers were saying, you know, they, they're not in transit for an hour and a half or two hours or three hours anymore. What can they do with that time? Right. How can they put that time to good use?
0: Mm.
1: And that's really, I guess, what we're talking about today because the big elephant in the room <laughs> is what are we going to do with our children? Because if you've got government school holidays, I've worked out that if you have children who are awake for 12 hours a day, Mm -hmm. then you've got 360 hours that you're accountable for keeping them stimulated and engaged in the next month. If you have a child at a private school, you are now responsible for 540 hours Mm -hmm. with your children. And that is a Big challenge. It is a huge if you're challenge. you're not used to yeah. being with your children for that amount of time. It's one yeah. thing to, if you work from home, but most people don't work from home. Those people work outside of the home, and they spend an average of two to three hours a day mm-hmm, with their children. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And that is a very, very different scenario.
0: There's another thing to adjust to. We're talking about adjusting to working from home. Here's another aspect that needs some adjustment, you know, and uh, uh, openness to what that process will bring. But before we get to that, you know, parents are probably also going to and have been fielding, in fact, ch- their children's questions about the coronavirus pandemic. What should we be saying to our children? So this
1: is a big thing that's happening in our children's lives. It's going to be like the moon landing. Where were you when the COVID-19 pandemic hit and, and you couldn't go to school. Our yeah. um, children will talk about this one day and it's not a small thing for them. It's a big thing for them. It does raise fear and anxiety for them. 100% for sure it does. And because we don't really know what's going on, they also feel that dis-ease, that uneasiness. So we really do need to be up for having the conversations with our children, getting comfortable with answering their questions. And remember that parental anxiety is really very infectious. So they do need our loving and calm presence to allay their fears. And we have to acknowledge their feelings of uneasiness because if you suppress them, it actually does more harm. And, We do need to maybe start the conversation by saying, what is it that you've heard?
0: Mm, mm. That'll, I think it'll surprise you.
1: Yes. Yes, and they might know a lot more than you think because some schools have done a very good job at educating children. They've had some amazing assemblies around germs and transmission and safe touch and in social distancing. They may know a lot more than you think, but of course, they, they're also prone to being part of the playground viral conversation, and that might be taking them in the wrong direction as well. And their fear levels might be going overboard. Mm. So... There are, there are conversations that we have to have because we're living through uncertain times and we need to find out what they know and then fill in the gaps for them. So listen to them. Mm-hmm. Don't interrupt them. Don't give them advice until you've really heard them and don't minimize what they've heard. Right. And do thank them for sharing with you because you actually want them to keep on sharing with you, to create that space for them to feel confident that whatever they're going through, they can always come to you for help. And you can say to them, I'm not the expert, but this is what I've learned from some reliable sources. So therein lies another layer that we need to talk about. If you're at home with your children, don't keep 24-hour uh, TV news reporting on in the background. It's not doing anybody's anybody's mental or emotional health any good. That's part of the timetable and part of the discipline and the schedule for the day is check in in the morning uh, whether it's uh, on your phone. If you've got younger children, check in on your phone. They don't have to see it. You can Uh then filter it and tell them the version they need to hear mm. to 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 create it to to give it an, in an age appropriate way, um, whereas your high school children will want to watch what's happening on CNN and and local news programs etc. But if you leave it on all day, it feeds fear and it feeds panic, right. and that in mm. turn drops the immune system. Right. And we don't want that happening. So yes. be, be, be careful what is said within earshot mm-hmm. of your children. Right. And of course, give your children the information that there is lots that we can do to protect ourselves. And a lot of this whole, this, you know, keeping ourselves in self quarantine and lockdown mm-hmm. is really not so much to protect ourselves, but those who are older than us, the elderly and those who, Maybe more frail than us, and yeah. that's why we. It's actually an act of service and an act of love uh, to to try and, and minimize the risk for them.
0: Absolutely, Nikki. We take a break, and after this, we'll talk about that schedule um, uh, because it's going to be so important. I want to know how important, for instance, is a schedule for the day every single day with your children now being at home as of tomorrow, and how to keep them stimulated for what uh, Nikki has managed to calculate, maybe up to five hundred and. 40 hours during this period No, live, transform This is 702 This is 702 For the curious Right, it's 10 minutes to uh, two o'clock. Still so much to talk about uh, with human potential expert and parenting expert, Nikki Bush. Today, we kick off a brand new series, which we will do for a number of weeks as we come to grips with just the change in a way of life since this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. So we call it Navigating COVID-19 to Win at Work and Life with Nikki Bush and look out for those podcasts to share and of course, listen back to. So Nikki, we've got a comment and question coming Coming in on Twitter, Mark Wallace says, "Hi Zania, I've worked as a freelance translator and writer from home for decades, and always struggled a little with self discipline, especially if a job is very tedious. Now I have my young kids to self school due to the school shutdown, and I'm, uh, I'm and really struggling. Any advice from your guest?
1: It is a massive, massive shift to have your children at home. I've worked from home." for a good 25 years and had children throughout that time. Yeah. And it is A, a distraction, B, they need some supervision and direction. And it depends on their age and stage. And I had this conversation with an accountant the other day, a mum who works from home. Yeah. And if you've got preschoolers, you are probably only likely, if your children are actually at preschool, mm-hmm. you only have the morning. Uh, you've got from 9 till 12 at the absolute most without any distraction. Mm-hmm. And every year your children get older, you get a little bit more time and a little bit more time until eventually they get to be about, uh, you know, grade 7, grade 8, and you've got until 2.30, and suddenly you discover you're quite productive again. Right. So this is a big, big challenge, and that's why we do need to have a schedule and a timetable. Mm-hmm. If you've got little children, please understand that they do not have the concentration to be able to focus for more than a few minutes at a time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so you are going to have to, uh, do, um, ha- do some time share. Some of the time that you're going to have to spend with them. They, otherwise they're just going to come and nag you. <laughs> yes. um, and it'll be mummy, mummy, daddy, daddy, and you'll get nothing done. So mm-hmm. what I do suggest is that you fill their emotional cups and you do some activities with them so that they're not needy. And then you say to them, right, and now it's my turn Ah. to go and do my work. Yeah. And you do an audit, an inventory of all the toys and games you have. So today, tonight, um, go into your children's bedrooms, empty the cupboards and the toy boxes. Look at what you have divide it up into (laughs) – Um, things that children can play with without supervision, Mm -hmm. especially if you have the preschoolers. So it would be things like blocks and sound books and those kinds of things that they don't need your help with. They've actually technically mastered them already. Those are the things that they will play with while you are working. Mm -hmm. Then you have the mummy and daddy toys, I call them, (laughs) which are the interactive games where you need to get on the floor and play with them. Uh And you will need to do that. In kind of 15 minute time bursts every now and again is do something with your children and then they'll be okay to be without you for half an hour or 20 minutes while you actually get something done. And if there are two of you working from home, take turns.
0: Mm -hmm. This is
1: a team sport right now and you're going to (laughs) have to play tag. And if you want a chunk of time on your own to really be productive, it's better that one adult is focused on the children for an hour or two, while the other adult actually puts their head down with no distractions. Right. It is not easy, this. I always say people who work from home actually make the most difficult choice.
0: Especially <laughs> if the children are with, there,
1: yeah. Yes, you're faced with multiple, multiple... Um, Choices every day and you think you can get it perfectly right. Nobody gets it perfectly right. So mm. right now, let's dispel the myth of super mom and super dad. They don't exist and perfect balance is a complete myth. We have to work at dynamic balance yeah. and that means the seesaw yeah. is always in motion. It's never static horizontal
0: mm-hmm. as
1: long as it doesn't get stuck mm-hmm. one way or the other then you're actually okay. And I always think of, right now, think of what the Johnny Walker ads where it says, keep walking. Yeah. We need to keep walking, taking baby steps all the time and understand you're not going to have many perfect days. I absolutely love
0: that, Nikki. Schedule. Striving for for, <laughs> for dynamic balance. You know, the picture you painted about fifteen these 15-minute 15 intervals. But I also imagine that that can be exhausting, switching between these things. Does it not add to a bit of a frantic energy? Yes, it's going to. That's why I'm saying if there are two of you or if there's a second adult,
1: yeah. uh, if you still have your home helper around, um, you ne- then need to split and divide the time and say, right, for these hours, I'm going to have the kids. And for those hours, you're going to have the kids. So mm-hmm. You can get on with your job and then I'll get on with, with my job. That's your most ideal situation. And these are the
0: non-negotiable um, hours or times in that schedule. Say if you have a conference yes. call or something much more... Stuck or fixed. Exactly. 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 And, and then
1: if you look at the family schedule, it's really, it's there to give structure and purpose. And if you don't have this, the easiest option is going to be to put your child in front of a screen. Right. And, We do need to have screen time in this 12-hour schedule because that is going to chew up some nice chunks of time for you, but it can't be the only thing your child does. Otherwise, they will grow roots into the couch. And the funny thing is when they spend too much time on a screen, it alters their behavior and their attitude, and they become irritable and ratty and not so lecker to be with. Mm -hmm. So when you split and divide this day, there's got to be time. There's got to be a regular wake-up time and a regular bedtime. So Mm -hmm. routine is about keeping some form of structure and boundaries. And it's so easy to let that go out of the yeah. window as we do during holiday time. And then if your children are going to a school that is doing online e-learning, mm-hmm. those schools, and um, I think they're going to be few and far between, to be honest. I don't think many schools were ready for this. Um, you can only do that if you know every child has access to the internet and a computer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So which, those yeah, schools, Which further so grows the that,
0: is, that inequality divide. Your, yeah, so... Yeah. And what should be in the day? What kind of activities?
1: Okay, so so for academic time, it may be online learning, maybe e-learning. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's going to be playtime as part of your your day, mm-hmm. there's so much. If you've gone and looked at all the toys and games, you're going to find you've got some board games hiding around. You've got some card games, dice games, word games, and of course, right now we have more time than usual. Now we can do crafts and creative stuff, I love that. and get those construction toys out because. Oh my goodness there is such fun to be had when children don't have to pack up half an hour after they've started. <laughs> Where well, you can say you know at that corner of the patio you can have that for two days with your train set and your your building blocks and your Lego. Yes. You don't have to pack that up until 5:30 tomorrow afternoon and they can keep going and revisiting what they're doing and that gives them an enormous amount of satisfaction. So that's one of the upsides to what we're dealing with. I can't right tell you how much
0: I can't tell you how much I used to love making stuffers because like now when you said crafts, I was like, yes, that's it. Beaded necklaces, uh, you know, fancy cards, cutting out, pasting, you know, even even if they didn't have a purpose, but just to think, oh, yes, let's do this. Let's try that. But uh, I'm, I'm quite excited about the craft idea. I think it could be so much fun. So are you saying that in a day we should allocate time to these various activities? Obviously stick to the waking up time, to a routine of going to bed, eating, uh, finishing, some screen time, some relaxation, some work and learning. Some um, exercise, yes. being outdoors as well.
1: While we can still go outdoors, because you know what, you never know when this, is, this might not be able to, to happen overseas right now. Now, I've just spoken to someone in Germany. Yeah. They're about, if you have a dog, you can go outside. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a dog, even if you've got children, you cannot go outside. Sure. So um, there's educational time. There's entertainment time. There's edutainment time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Edutainment is that hybrid where we're using games, toys, crafts, etc. And so many online resources, including my own website, nickybush.com. Yeah. Two online resources there. One is free stuff. Under free stuff, you'll found, find about 30 different activities, crafts, mm-hmm. science, and cooking. Things that you've probably got all of these things at home anyway. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, you know, what you need and, and the method of how to do it that will make you a hero in your <laughs> child's life story. And then the other thing is how to manage technology. And I know we're coming up for news, but there's a free download on my website that has gone ballistic in the last 24 hours Mm -hmm, since I've been mm -hmm. doing all these media interviews called The Money the box game. It's a screen management yes. strategy for your family.
0: Yes, very familiar with that. Yes, it's um, quite
1: unpack this one yet, but yeah, um, yeah. we need to time I'm our sure we'll find time.
0: Yeah. Time. So we negotiate around time and usage of that screen in um, that money or the box. So go to nikkibush.com. We don't end it here today. She'll be back with us next week, Wednesday. And if there are areas that you would like more thinking on, more assistance on as far as navigating COVID 19, share those with And Nikki. It's Azania 702.co.za. So tonight, look through the toys, categorize them as Nikki has suggested and build the schedule and you can do so together with your child, you know, come and bring ideas, pull ideas together find a simple recipe, you know in the cupboard for your child to make whether it's a dessert, baking or maybe a simple lunch for tomorrow, can you imagine how engrossed they'll be in that um, and they lots of things really excited about the potential of what our homes can turn into when we become really deliberate proactive um, uh, about about what we do with this time with our kids at home.